Hey everybody, welcome to the first installment of Artists at Large. Here we have conversations with the artists that color our world and fill our airwaves with creation. Today we have our first esteemed guest, Jad Hamoud. Say hi. What's up? How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing pretty great, man. I'm doing even better that I'm talking to you, getting the podcast started. You know, uh, I love hanging out with artists, and so it's my opportunity to create a little something myself. Most definitely. Most definitely. Yeah, so uh, tell us a little bit about you. Like, what do you do? Um, about me, I do a lot of things. Um, I am a musician, uh, singer, songwriter, uh, producer, um, and uh, yeah, I think I'm a, I don't know, I, I would say I'm an interdisciplinary artist. I, I like to express myself in various mediums, though I can't promise that they're all amazing. Nah, but you're but, just doing uh, it for the expression, You know, eh? it's all, that's it. It's all just expression. You're just so, yeah. oozing um, art. I think the most succinct way of putting it is I, I capture moments and, and feelings and do the best I can to transmit them Ooh. through those differing mediums. I like the way you phrased that because uh, yeah. those moments, when, you sh when artists share them, like, that's mm -hmm. like, it makes the world such a better place. You know, like, well, imagine if we did not have these art to connect us, you know, like people put out songs, we all, we relate to it, you know? Mm. Yeah. So, um, like, have you written any songs recently? Yeah. Um, I'm working on like three different songs right now at the same time. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, everything's a work in progress, but I've been writing more and more and more, uh, as the days pass. So, so yeah, things are, things are in the works. Um, but the three that I'm working on right now, I'm, I'm quite fond of. Yeah. Excellent. I can't yeah. wait to hear them. I was listening to your album from 2017 earlier today mm. and, uh, it had me thinking a lot. Like, like there's a lot of people that play music, but there are fewer people that actually write music. There's very talented people that don't actually write anything. So right. I know you're an accomplished musician. You've been playing for many, many years, but Thank why you. do you write? Um, I think, I mean, at the risk of sounding very cliche, I, I write for myself. Yeah. Um, I think it's because I, I couldn't not do it. I can't not create something because it, it feels wrong not to. It's funny. I was having a conversation with my friend yesterday about this. We were sitting at the dinner table and we sort of were mulling over what it would be like if we weren't creative people. Yeah. And we, we were both just like, I don't think we'd exist. Like we couldn't, we couldn't do it. Like I just don't think we we would exist as human beings. We wouldn't be able to. And I think that's what it is for me: writing and, and just creating. It just it's something I just feel that I have to do, and so, and so I do it. Okay. Do you find that your like the experiences you have in this life, like they're they're inspiring to to write, or is it like you write as a response to the experiences you have in your life? Both. 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 I think they go hand in hand. Um, 
and when you choose to write something will affect the lens um, that you're writing it with, the lens that you're using. Because uh, having just having just freshly experienced something will will prompt you to write something um, as you're feeling it. And on the other hand, or sorry, on the other side of things, if you have experienced something, taken time to process it, and you are now responding to that, are now looking back on it um, when you're in a different state of mind, per se, then the way you write will be affected by that point of view as well. Um, like Pictures of You and Me was written uh, several years after it took place. Oh, right okay. after. Uh, it was written several years after the fact, I should say. Um, but being having written it from the perspective of looking back um, in response to my experience, I was able to also draw it into the present, right, when, with the last half of the song. Okay. So, yeah, so, so it, pictures... I, think, I think they go hand in hand, and they both, I write as, as a response, but as I am also experiencing it. So that song, Pictures of You and Me, what's that mm-hmm. song about? Can you tell us a little bit about that song? Yeah, um, I'll try to keep it brief. It's um, Pictures of You and Me is a song about a lot of things, but it is about the process of rebuilding yourself after a significant loss. Okay. It's about acknowledging your feelings. Yeah. Acknowledging how many different things you will feel and that you will feel them and allowing yourself to feel those things and knowing that it's part of your growth as a person. Um, right. And I think that's what I'm, I don't view it as a sad song, even though it's, I mean, you know, the, the nature of it, I'm crying over pictures of you and me is the chorus, but it's not meant to be sad. It's meant, it's meant as that. Um, recognition of this is how I feel and I'm going to just allow myself to feel this way. Well, thank you for the honesty there. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, so these experiences that you have, those are pretty relatable experiences. You know, like anyone who's lived and loved and lost, it's just the nature of things, but they're not easy emotions to deal with. So when we listen to songs like that and like we can relate Mm -hmm. to it and it can help us feel better when we're relating to a song like that, it's so emotional. Do you, now that you've, you say you've written a song about reflecting on an experience, uh, do you have any, like what type of advice would you give to someone who is going through those types of emotions that are captured in your songs? Um, I would say don't be afraid to allow yourself to go through what you're going to go through. Um, and know that it's, it sounds very cheesy, but know that you'll, you'll be fine. What you're, what you're going through is, is growth. It's, it's not, um, you're not stifled. You're not being stifled. You're not stifling yourself. You are growing and you are feeling, and that is a beautiful thing that you are feeling those things because it means that something mattered to you. It means that something 
Yeah, I think it means you. It means you. You lived. Yeah. Um, you lived and loved. It means you lived. So I, I think the advice I would give is um, allow just wholly and and unabashedly allow yourself to feel and uh, and acknowledge them. Be with those feelings. Um, allow them to come and go as they will, and they will go. Um, and uh, I think also don't uh, don't be afraid to be alone either. It's okay to to be to be with your. I think you have to be with yourself. Yeah. Um, it's important for us to be with ourselves. Yeah. Those those are my two pieces of advice. I think. Thanks for sharing those. Uh, yeah. Like a pretty emotional guy myself. Might have to apply some of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the wisdom. I I learned the hard way. Yeah. But yeah. It's, uh, it's just just part of life, man. It's part of being it human. Is. And so, um, so when you have these experiences, I know, like, how do you, like, take it from the feelings and the memories and, like, put it into a song? I know you play guitar, you play piano, um, oh, amazing singer, but, like, with all these, like, tools, how do you go from just, like, like, emotions aren't always the clearest thing in our head, especially when it's still raw, like, what's your process? What's your process? Taking it from that raw emotional state into a body of work. It's always so tough getting asked this question. Oh, because I never know. I never know how to answer it because I don't. Sorry. I don't really have a specific way of doing things. Um, yeah. Sorry for the cliche question, then. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, uh, I just never know how to answer it because. I never have one specific process. I I think um, I think every I think everything is connected, um, and by that I mean our feelings are connected to us, are connected to the world around us, are connected to art, which is all interconnected in an in and of itself. Um, for me, I think I I will allow myself to feel something until I can communicate it. Um, or I will, I, I won't necessarily wallow in, in a, a negative space. I shouldn't say that, but, you know, I will allow myself to feel what I feel and, and through that process, look for ways to, to put it into words or to put it into music or to, um, to take that feeling and manifest it into something else, um, that I can, that I can share and that I can, um, externalize yeah um and give life to in a different way well i know from previous conversations we've had and from listening to your music that you have a high standard for lyrical quality and i think that puts you apart from many other musicians in our day and age and thank you so, that means a lot yeah and so i'm just curious like when you have raw emotions like that and you're just like really letting yourself feel the reality of the situation Mm. Do you find that it's difficult to choose the right words? Because like a lot of your songs are like poems. They're like like you could take a do literary analysis. Like I could be in grade right. twelve English, and we could, I could do a project on one of your songs and probably get a high grade. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the type of lyrics you're coming with. Like that's a that's a process that I'm curious about. Like how do you choose the right words and formulate your songs like that? 
Um, I I think it it's really all just based on a feeling for me. It just it has to feel right. Um, and I have I have a bad habit of overwriting. Like I'll write oh. really long songs, or I'll get it. It'll be too wordy. Okay. And um, I think that for me, one of the best things um, is sort of, or one of the challenging things, one of the things I've been challenging myself to do is to really um, not not overpack my writing. And what I mean by that is um, I sometimes try to say too many things. Yeah. You have a lot to say. And so, so I think, um, I think the way I choose it is it's really all just feeling based. It has to feel right. It has to feel, I I know I have to be connected to it. Um, and I, I think that's like, I don't know, that's the way I I approach any art. It has to feel right. It has to, it has to feel, yeah, it just has to, I have to be able to feel it. Um, and I think that when you approach your work that way, that's how you, uh, that's how you connect with other people, right? Your authenticity stems from within and then out into the world. Yeah, it's true. And, uh, we we feel it. Like, uh, by we, I mean your fans, uh, myself yeah. included. <laughs> yeah. Fans, uh, yeah. You do have fans. You're, you're living in Toronto now. You're playing <laughs> yeah, yeah. shows. What, what was the last show you played? Tell us a bit about that. Uh, I played a show at the uh, the Horseshoe Tavern at the end of January. Yeah, um, that was actually, that was really. I would say that was probably one of the best shows um, I've played since I moved here. Like it just felt so incredible too. Wait, the Horseshoe Tavern? Yes, yeah. Oh man, you're big time now. <laughs> oh no, no, no. <laughs> no, it's just, it's a great space though. It's a great yeah. space. Uh, yeah, it's it's really cool. It's really cool to to have been in a to have played in a space that so many great musicians have uh, have occupied before me. Well, yeah, my dad was just telling me a story about that place in the '80s just the other day. Yeah, yeah, he's probably gonna flip when I tell him that's my boy. Jad played there. <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah, like, yeah, it's a, it's a really really uh, there's a lot of history there. Yeah, so like, how was the show though? Like, which songs did you play? Like. Yeah, the the show was um, was really great. I really I don't know. I felt I, I felt really connected to the set. Um, I played um, a slew of originals. So uh, these days, Dream and Blue, um, Lydia, Thought Whispered, uh, Don't You Care About Me Now was was really great. Yeah, um, song is epic. I I played uh, I previewed a couple of songs that I'm working on. Ooh. Um, so I just played little snippets of those. A little sneak preview. And then I uh, I did some some covers. I, I sang Truth by Alex Ebert. Um, I uh, I covered uh, Ivy, which I've been wanting to do for a long time. By Frank, so, the man, yeah, the I covered, legend. I covered Frank. Yeah, yeah Frank Ocean. Yeah. Um, and that went better than I ever could have expected, and it felt incredible to do that song. Um, and everyone's reaction was just really good. Like I just felt. I, I really had like good energy from the people there, and there was I could feel just like a lot of love coming from the audience, which um, which was really powerful and and really affected me. And uh, I think it just made it like one of the best shows I've played. That's awesome! Congratulations! I'm glad Thank to you, see. Man. Thank I'm you. glad to see you keep progressing in your career. 
Yeah, I, uh, and then now I'm just taking a break until the spring to yeah. uh, to write and work on on some things and practice some more and just develop as an as an artist in uh, differing areas. Um, and then and also it's just cold and I don't like playing shows when it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> it's winter, man. It's it's Canada. Like it's just par for the course. It's hibernation time. It's hibernation time. time, time. It's cocoon moment. I'm in, the, I'm in the cocoon right now. Yeah. I'm in a cocoon phase. Oh, okay. So you're going to come out as a butterfly. That's, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so let's bring it back to the creative process. So you went to a school for music, right? In high school? It was like a special school for, a school yeah. for art, right? Yeah, I went to an arts high school. I went to Canterbury. Um, arts high school, and I uh, I was in the the music program uh, specializing in, in voice. Yes, and so I know because of that experience, as well as just like the amount of practice and dedication you have to your craft, you've you've built up some talent, some skills, some knowledge, <laughs> and so uh, yeah. with that base, you have such a wide range of things you could pull out of your like bag of tricks, your musical repertoire. How do you decide how much or how little to put into songs? Because some of your songs can be rather simple, like Apathy, the comp- composition for that song, is, it's rather simple, whereas one like Lydia, you have like a whole chorus of jads singing together, you know, like those types of things. Or like Knuckle right. Sandwich, you've got like a lot of good finger picking and you've got the guitar solo and you've got like like really like using your voice and showing your range how do you choose like when you're at the drawing board how much or how little to put in a song um it's it again it, it all just comes back down to to how it feels how it feels um, just the heart huh? it's really it's really about how it feels in my heart um i i'll, I'll say this i think um any artistic choice you make has to um, I don't think it necessarily has to have a, a reason. Okay. I mean, the reason can be it feels right, but it has to be um, has to be tasteful. It has to it has to contribute to whatever it is you are communicating. Okay. Um, I think we should be careful of just throwing things in there into the mix because they can be there because um, you eventually will lose sight of what you what it is you are communicating. Uh, it's funny though because you know a song like Lydia. Yeah. I mean, harmonically, sure, yeah, I have a chorus of, of myself, yeah. but com- <laughs> was... compositionally, it's actually, it's, it's the simpler song um, huh. when, you come, when you look at it versus, like, apathy, because um, Lydia's only two chords over and over and over, and, yeah, but Lydia's still, two chords over and over. It's the way you play it, though. You, like, there's, there's rhythms in it that, are, that give it a bit more depth. For sure. Depth. For sure. Um, and uh, yeah, whereas apathy has um, a bit of a more complicated—I um, shouldn't say co- it's not very complicated, but you know, a little more of a uh, let's say complex um, uh, chord progression, just because the the bass line is moving where the, the you know the top um, the bass line is moving, whereas the stuff in the treble stays the same, and so there's, it creates a little bit of a more uh, harmonic landscape. Um, yeah, I think I, it, it really just comes back down to the feeling of, um, does this feel right? Does this feel like I have 
said what I needed to say and, and accompanied it properly. Um, so, so yeah, I I think it's important. I think it's, um, it's important for, to have a vision in mind. Um, but also to let the song or to let your work go where it will go. Cause seldom does it end up exactly the way you pictured it when you started out. And that's okay. That's development, right? So yeah. I think just going into it, feeling, uh, allowing, yeah, allowing yourself to feel, to feel it out, you know, just okay. have to feel right. So I'm getting the vibe that you're maybe like 80% feeling 20% method. Would you agree? Um, I think so. I, I, I guess I haven't thought about it that way ever, but for me, it's it's very. I think there has to be a balance between yeah. between what you feel and applying your technique, right? Um, I think technique should be used to to complement your feeling. It's 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 a tool, right? It's a tool to help you better communicate um, what it is you want to communicate, but also being too technical. Okay. loses um, when you're too technical you lose the um, you use the, the you lose the humanity in what you're making you, you lose the, uh, the the authenticity um, yeah. but also when you don't when you when you allow your feelings to dictate too much of what it is you're creating um, you can lose some of the technical sides that would that would actually elevate your work, yeah. right? So it's just about having that balance. But I think at the core, no matter what it is, yeah. it, it, by the end of it, it has to feel right, no matter how much technique, no matter how much feeling you've put into it. Yeah. It just has to feel right has, to you by the end. Yeah, and by feel right, you mean feel true to the memories and the experience you had? Or like, what do you mean by that? Feel right? Um, I think it has to feel, I think you have to feel that you have um, you have transmitted a moment. Um, I think it has to feel, I think, yeah, I think you have to feel like you said what you, what you wanted to say, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, it, it has to feel in a sense, finished, um, though, as artists often do, they will go back and look at their work and think how they could have made it better immediately. Yeah. But um, just have to, I think you should feel satisfied with what you've made. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. I think something that you will know as you continue to, to work to create things. It's something you know. Yeah. Do you have any music videos to add another layer of depth to this expression? Um, I do not yet. No. Uh, I've been, I'm kind of working on getting connected with the right people and, and sort of, you know, being involved in that because I really like to be involved in everything that I do. Yeah, you're um, in Toronto now. That's the yeah, capital yeah. of art so, yeah. and the hub. Also, just, yeah, getting connected with the right people and also just, like, having the money to do it. Oh, that too. Um, but I did make a, I did make a sort of like, I don't really refer to it as a music video. I, I don't think of it as one. I think it was just like, I took my, I took some some footage of, um, that I that I shot in in Los Angeles, and then some, 
some footage that my friend shot of me in Toronto and I just overlaid it and edited it up like really quickly um, over like a piano version of Dream in Blue. Okay. So I wouldn't call it a music video. I would just call it a video that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's set to my my music in a yeah. way. So basically a music video, but not a music video. Do you have um, a vision for the, the music videos that you would one day do for your songs? Um, I have a vision for a couple of them, um, but nothing, nothing concrete. Um, a lot of the times I really like, um, I know a lot of really, really incredible photographers and videographers. Um, and I really like, I think it's about collaboration. Um, I really like their, their vision and, and their, um, their their style and what they bring to it and so um i always love to allow people um artistic liberty and uh you know at the end of the day it has to feel right that's the <laughs> theme right, right that's the collaborate. theme. you learn and grow from each other and um but it's because it feels right to be working together yeah so would you um Say you had a videographer, a director doing a music video, how much mm -hmm. would you try to like push your vision or like give them creative liberty? Like would it be like your brainchild? Would it be let it be their brainchild, but then you would offer suggestions? How do you think it would go? I think well if I, whoever I were to work with, um I would I would be working with them because I I I I've seen their vision. I know what uh, I know that I that I like what they bring and um I would want them to have as much artistic liberty as possible. Um but of course, like I said I I like to be involved, so obviously I would want to discuss the ideas and yeah. you know, it, I would I would I would never want to work with somebody only to direct their work. Fair. Yeah. Right. Because um, they're an artist too. They're trying to create. Exactly. I I wouldn't want to direct somebody's work because why? If I'm if I'm directing someone's work, then why <laughs> didn't I just do it myself? Right. <laughs> I've never thought about it that way before. I always just assume uh, the artists are just like sitting there with them, telling them like, okay, like I felt this and that while I wrote the song. This song is about this and this. This is the meaning behind these words. So you know, like put those things into the video. Oh, well, and that's another thing. If you're being, if you're being hired to do something very specific, then, then it's a different story. I think, uh, I think it all comes down to the discussion, yeah. um, between the artists and, um, the basis of that collaboration. Mm -hmm. It's to me, it's as simple as that, right? That's, that's why we have the discussion of, you know, what is the vision? What do we want to, what do we want to accomplish? Um, so yeah, it's like that for me. It's, I think every case is unique. Every collaboration is unique. So it's, it's about having that discussion and, and it's a meeting of, of artistic minds. Right on. And uh, another, like, to continue on collaboration, you're in Toronto now again. Like, you're playing shows and whatnot. I'm sure you meet plenty of musicians. Do you want to give mm -hmm. a shout out to any musicians or anyone you've been working with? Or Yeah, let me give some shout outs to um, Ben McLean. He's a, an incredible, incredible guitarist. Like, I cannot even fathom how, how he's so naturally um, 
articulate with that instrument. Like, it's just incredible what he does on, on guitar. And, uh, um, you know, I always joke that he actually knows what he's doing. I just pretend to know what I'm doing on guitar because <laughs> he's, he's an incredible musician. Um, so, yeah, shout out to Ben McLean. Shout out to, uh, to Hayden Crocker, really great bassist that's been uh, playing shows with me. Oh, uh, right shout on. out to Marcus Sisk, um, an incredible drummer. Um, just, yeah, just like, they, all these guys, they just, they just pick it up um, and they, they naturally bring themselves into the work um, and they, they really have helped me to elevate my sound and create a lot of great stuff. Um, uh, yeah, incredible musicians. Um, another shout out to, uh, to, um, to, to Jack Lemaire for, um, uh, he was playing bass with me for a while and just got busy with, with teaching jobs, but he's an incredible bassist as well and, uh, has a it's really, really great, um, really great taste. Um, yeah, so those, uh, those guys are great. And, uh, I mean, yeah, just shout out to any, any musician that I've met and that I've had the pleasure of working with and the, uh, the privilege to work with. Um, and not a musician, but artist. um, shout out to my, to my good friend, Helen, uh, who I am, um, I'm currently sitting in her, in her, at her place, hey. uh, recording this. So shout out, shout out to, to Helen. Her, um, and to, to Esther, uh, Esther Esquivel. Um, she's an incredible visual artist as well. And her and Helen have been doing these visual collaborations, um, under the name of, uh, IUO studio, um, with their friend, uh, Mickey as well, who's in Korea right now. Um, and yeah, they're, they're incredible and they've just both been such fantastic, um, um, like guardians of, of creativity in my Ooh. eyes. They're, Ooh. they're very, very, um, uplifting and supportive and uh they yeah they've they've really helped me to grow as an artist and to develop and to allow myself the freedom to to create without expectation without um without feeling like i have to be taught i have to be learned i have to be um you know have a background just just to create just for the sake of creating and allowing myself to grow um you know so just what I was doing before we started talking, just painting, even though I have no background in painting, but yeah. just doing it because how are you supposed to get good at something you don't do? That's right. You just gotta do it. Just jump in. Like that's what I, I was telling someone about drawing just the other day that it doesn't have to be about having technical skills. It's just creating something. You're just mm -hmm. expressing yourself, you know, yeah. like, yeah. It's, I mean, that, that skill develops as you pursue that interest. That's right. I mean, you can draw some stick figures doing whatever with, like, a little tree on the side. And, like, sure. if, you, if you are expressing something in that, those stick figures can be perfectly acceptable. You know? I mean, look at Keith Haring's work. Tell me about it. I'm not familiar Keith with Her it. Look it up. Yeah, Keith Haring. Um, like, very, very, very poignant, um, very beautiful work. Very simple. I mean, like, li like literally stick figures. Yeah. Right. Um, so, cause yeah, uh, yeah. That what you said is you hit it right on the head. Yeah. Like my album cover for my first album, and it was like a deluxe two disc release. The first one was a summer album, and that had like the fun happy songs on it. And then mm. the fall album had like the more somber, more emotional songs on it. And so the album cover for the summer album called Under a Tree just had a tree and it had a st two stick figures 
Holding Hands. And mm. then the second one, the fall album, was called What About Me? And it had the same two stick figures next to the tree, but now they were separated. They were no longer holding hands. Right. Yeah. Right. A kindergartner could have drawn that. Yeah. <laughs> but the expression was there, and it captured yeah. what I wanted to express. Sure, yeah. Between the two albums, the difference between Absolutely, the two yeah. albums. 100%. Yeah, exactly. It's, just, it's about, you know, are you expressing what you want to express? Yeah. And that's the beautiful thing about art. There, there need not be gatekeepers or barriers to art. You don't need to have a certain level of skill or like mm -hmm. you need to be this tall to ride. No, yeah, we don't, yeah, we don't yeah. have that. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I completely agree. The, also, something I've been wanting to say, I see you gesturing with your left hand. You've got the most beautiful ring on. Oh, yeah, the ankh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got an Egyptian ankh on your ring finger. The ankh, right. am I correct, it means life? Yeah. And that's, that's your true. marriage finger? I, I mean, I didn't put it there for yeah, with the intention of, but yeah, it's on the marriage finger. So you did not intend to express something there? No, I just liked the placement. It just felt like a good place. It felt right. It felt right, yeah. <laughs> You're literally, you literally are art. Thank you. Thank yeah, you, man. You right. as well. You're one of the artists at large, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you know, and on that note, Jad, it's been great having you on the show. And yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's a great conversation. Thank you for your honesty. Thank you for sharing the insights for how and why you create. Much appreciated. Thank you very much. It's been a real pleasure. Yeah, and uh, you've got my support out there. Keep doing, doing it big in Toronto. Can't wait to hear more about it. Awesome. Thank you, man. Thank All you. I'll right. keep you posted. All right, Jed. Take care. Keep on creating. Thanks, you too, man.